Hi there, this is episode 77. Today, I'm answering the question, what's your take on the terms good boy and good girl? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, this is Danae. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 77, and as always, if you have questions or comments on this episode, please visit simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 77. Today's episode is sponsored by Kind Snacks. I'm really happy to be partnering with Kind Snacks to offer all the Simple Families listeners a free box of 10 Kind Snack Bars. For just a small amount in shipping, you'll be able to sample all the breakfast bars, the fruit and nut bars, the pressed fruit bars, you name it. We have long been fans of the Kind Snacks company in our home. These bars are quick and easy, great for on the go. To claim your box, go to kindsnacks.com forward slash simple families. You can get full details there. In today's episode, I'm taking a question from Vivian. She wrote, I've been wondering how to talk to my husband about the term good boy. He and his parents use it a lot with our 27 month old son. They use it to praise him to get things done always asking, have you been a good boy for mommy? I know I've read that this isn't as helpful to a child at a young age because it's vague. Personally, I try to describe what he has done when it looks as though he's wanting praise or feels proud of an accomplishment. I just can't think of a way to explain this to my husband without sounding like I'm criticizing his parenting. If you could point me towards some articles or even talk about it on the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks for your question, Vivian. I also have a little bit of a pet peeve around the phrase good boy and good girl. It's kind of hard for me to put my finger on why. I try really hard not to worry about being too PC about the things that I say to my kids or the things that other people say to my kids. I'm careful, but I don't go too over the top about it. But I'm with you on the fact that this phrase good boy and good girl, it just doesn't sit well with me. There's something about it that just seems so black and white. It's you're either a good girl or you're a bad girl. You're a good boy or a bad boy. When the reality is life just isn't black and white and most child behaviors are not just black and white. Rarely is there a day with my kids where they are a good girl or a good boy all day long. Like I said, it's not always black and white. Usually it's more of a gray day. Things are just kind of in the middle because they're human and I expect them to be human, which means I expect them not to be perfect. I expect them not to be good all the time. And in fact, if they were good and well-behaved all the time, probably would be a little bit boring. As our kids grow and develop, we want them to be able to take risks and test boundaries. Within reason, of course. This question makes me think of the growth mindset, which is a concept that's written about by Carol Dweck. That's D-W-E-C-K. And Carol talks about the difference between labeling our kids, such as you're nice or you're great or you're smart versus labeling the things that they're doing. So you worked so hard. Wow. I love the way that you took your dish over to the sink. Or I saw you being kind to your sister. That was really great. And Vivian, it sounds like that's more of what you're trying to gravitate towards, the growth mindset, the mindset that kids can grow and change and be good and be bad and be anywhere in between on any given day. So instead of labeling them and stating these things like they are innate characteristics, parts of their personality, we're praising their accomplishments and noticing their accomplishments as a more dynamic process. Using this sort of language like good boy and good girl is not super effective with young kids, particularly a kid as young as two. 
The reason being is that they're really motivated to take care of themselves. They're really what's called egocentric. So by saying, do it to make mommy happy, is not really going to motivate them because the reality is they do things to make themselves happy. They don't really do things to make other people happy at this point. We also know that phrases like good boy and good girl are very vague. What exactly is a good boy or a good girl? Is being a good boy sitting on the couch quietly? Is being a good girl sitting at the dinner table with your hands folded in your lap only speaking when being spoken to? Whatever it means in your family, it's going to need to be defined to your kids. So if your husband's leaving for work in the morning and he looks at your son and says, be a good boy for mommy, maybe ask him to spell that out a little bit more carefully. So if there's a behavior that your son is particularly challenged with, let's say communicating when he needs to go to the potty, when your husband's leaving, rather than just saying, be a good boy for mommy, he could try saying, remember, when you have to go potty, tell mommy so she can help you. By using more specific terms, it's going to help define to our kids how we really need them to behave. So the takeaway for today is this. Try to avoid using blanket terms like be a good boy or be a good girl because often they're very vague and they're not really communicating what we want our kids to do. Try instead to point towards specific behaviors that you're trying to develop. And when you're using these terms as praise, praise the action that you're seeing in the moment. This helps our kids to know that behaviors are always changing and they are always growing. So even if they're not perfect today, they can do better tomorrow. And the reality is we don't expect them to be perfect on any given day. We don't expect them to be a good boy or a good girl all the time. Thanks for tuning in. If you have questions or comments on this episode, I would love to hear from you. You can leave those at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 77. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com and click get started. You'll get all the updates, what's going on on the podcast, on the blog, and in the community. 